Welcome to episode 126 of Flight Football and Anything Else. I'm Dave. And I'm Mike. How you doing, Dave? I am better than most, not as good as some. How are you, sir? I think better than last week. Last week, you know, indulged in some 18%. Uh, uh, what was the, the 120 version? What was the name of that brewing company? Oh, it, dog, or yeah, it's Dogfish Head. Dogfish Head, Yes, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Um, none of that today. Uh, early shout out, oldest son turns 26 tomorrow, so happy birthday, Justin. I happy know, birthday, Justin. I know you don't listen to this podcast, but hey, happy birthday nonetheless. So, and he works, actually he's going out with his buddies tomorrow. He had today, tomorrow, and Tuesday off. So as a family, we went out, uh, went to beat-ups for the first time in a long time. So, how was it good? You know what? T- very tasty. I swear, each and every time I go into Buffalo Wild Wings, the the wings get. There must be some real small fucking chickens in this world, <laughs> because I mean, I had my six now. Right. But again, though, with the uh, three tall beers I had, nothing extremely potent. I had, I think, the my highest ABV was an Old Nation forty three, which was six point two. I tried a Big Kahuna, which was the, their $5 special. They had a $3 tall draft, and I'm like, it was, she said what it was, and I never heard of it. I said, what is that? And she says, it's a coal. She said, ah, no wonder it's $3. <laughs> I said, I don't want that. So, um, yeah. but I had three beers there. So with the three beers, the fried pickles, what I got was I got the combo of six traditional, six boneless, uh, order a coleslaw, which, by the way, Buffalo Wild Wings coleslaw was very good, and then a little thing of fries. And so by the time my fat ass ate all that, I was comfortably full. But, I mean, right. my six boneless, Yeah. I mean, I thought I was eating quarters. I mean, that's, <laughs> I mean it was like, almost like popcorn shrimp. They were so small. But right. like I said, it filled me up. Didn't, you know, left room for the beer here tonight on the podcast. So, good, good. you know, and then, like I said, then he's going to go out with his... Uh, girlfriend and buddies tomorrow. I think they're going to Flanagan. So if you're in Flanagan's tomorrow and you recognize my oldest son, wish him a happy birthday. So, uh, but yeah, we're all over the board with, uh, we've got another donate first out of the shoot, another donation from Jeff Laporte on his, uh, trip to the Dakotas. And I think we're down to, I know there's one more from eponymous brewing company. And then there's another smaller can. So we got two more uh, donations. Yep, Laporte. Laporte came through big. And the only reason why we haven't tackled his all at once is because he brought like samples for for an army oil drum. (laughs) Yeah, for you know, we could be doing this podcast with twelve hosts (laughs) and still not have enough beer. Here's some beer. No, I said that wrong. And still have too much beer. Right. Dave knocked the mouse off the table. At least it wasn't a full beer, so that's a sign of positive. That that is a positive thing. So, um, anyway, first item up for bid here on flights, football, and anything else. Follow us on Twitter at epodffa. Like us on Facebook. If you listen on Spotify, rank this fucking podcast again. Rate it a one star. It's the ratings that count. So just rate us, and then on I believe on the iTunes version of where you can be heard, I think you can actually leave a comment. So if you if you rate and comment. That also looks good for our listening audience. Right. Even if it's a bad comment. A comment is a comment and shows activity. So if you want to tell how, you know, shitty Dave is at Mike's musical game, 
feel free. We're all for it. We just want the compliments. Compliments. Comments. Come on, settle down, Mike. Slow down. A lot of game sevens coming up today, so just breathe. Deep breath. So anyway, uh, as I mentioned, Eponymous Brewing Company, which is in Brookings, South Dakota, 126 Main Avenue South to be exact, we have Mind Killer. 11.5%, zero IBUs, and it's a bourbon barrel Imperial Stout. And we're starting with this. We're starting with this, then we okay. work our way down. All right. So, <laughs> and again, it's one of those mamba cans. That's why you're only going to hear one pop. I pour, Dave pours. So I'm going out the brew dog glass. It's. Wow. Yep, it's Mississippi mud. Hello. There, Dave, right. your turn to pour. I've got the uh, stainless steel maple grill. Ooh. Boy, you, 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 on the note, you get the bourbon barrel right out of the chute. Oh, my God, Woo! yes. Hello. All right. <laughs> Cheers. Here we go. Cheers. Mm. What do you think, Mike? <laughs> wow. Boy, you talk about intertwining the taste. You get it's bourbon barrel, and then is it almost uh, like black it, licorice? Black it, licorice with a hint of chocolate. Yeah, but the the barrel age of the bourbon barrel um spins a nice little web there. It, it, you said that very well. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, 126 episodes in, I'm, I'm knowing my way around the block. I think. Yeah, that's um, it. that's yeah, very interesting taste, and it, you know it's a uh, hmm. There's just a, a lot going on. A lot going what, on. once it hits the palate, and then all the way through. Could you imagine finishing that can? Um, well, he gave us two of them, <laughs> so I'm sure one night after cutting the grass, I'll try to tackle a second one. <laughs> I don't think yeah, anybody's like, going to have to tackle you. I think you're going to yeah. fall on your own. Yeah, that, yeah. I think after one of these that we're and we're splitting this fucker. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. I like it. I yeah, like it, it a lot. Yeah, it's, got, it's, it's a very good taste. It's. Uh, and there's to a lot of that. Something else. I I came up with black licorice, but maybe I, I maybe it'll come to me as we try this and talk about shows we've watched. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. I know you know during track season. Yeah, it's no. difficult for you, so I'll let you. I'll... I did. I did manage to. I said, you know what? Uh, I got home eh, kind of late Friday from a meet. It was uh, nine thirty, kind of that. Well, first of all, how'd you do? Yeah, we did okay. I mean, we were. It was the county championship meet, so there's um, heritage, uh, the high, the hill, Chesting, you know, most of the Saginaw County schools are represented. Um, there's like, uh, Frankenmuth, Birch Run, uh, they're kind of, you know, down in that southern eastern right. border of Saginaw County, so they prefer to go to the Thumb Meet, oh. which, um, yeah, they do. The Thumb Meet, I heard, uh, as far as if you have, you know, if you've ever had kids do sports or anything like that, they kind of do an Olympic, kind of, they have a, they, they, they march the teams onto the field, kind of like in Olympic fashion. Oh, okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Yep. And so I, I guess the kids get kind of hyped for that, but they probably wouldn't allow all the 
Saginaw, Western Saginaw teams, if you know they thought that was really cool to go to, they wouldn't right. allow them to go to the thumb quote unquote air quote thumb meet. But uh, but anyway, um, so a lot of good 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 competition. Um, now was I think he was our second or third guest, give or take. Uh, your buddy George. Yep. Was he in that meet or none meet? Because I saw on no, Instagram he's, he's where he's Freeland. He's so he was he was at the county meet. All right, so because he posted on Instagram, one of his kids that must have did phenomenally well in whatever yeah. event he was in. Yeah, TJ he, TJ did really well. Um, Hansinger did fairly well, but he's also been sick. Um, there's been a bug going around, not COVID. I mean, uh, uh, yes, COVID is still going around, whatever. It's always going to go around. But uh, there's been kind of a, a flu stomach bug that's been going around. It hit my team uh, here last week. Um, and so I had I had a couple kids that weren't 100% yet. But, uh, but yeah, he's got a couple of kids that his – if you've ever seen a two-miler run, it's kind of like – you know, some people watch like a two-mile race. You know, it's kind of like watching paint dry sometimes. Yes. No. Paint dries quicker though. Right. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. No, you watch this kid. He's got a kid that's like you're every lap. You're like, wow, oh my god. You know, one of these kids that uh, has one of these suicide paces that you're like, there's no way he can keep running at that right. pace, and he does. So that's eight laps, right? Two yeah. miles, eight laps. Yeah. Well, it's 3,200 meters, almost right. two miles. So whatever. Um. Uh. But uh. But yeah. So yeah. His team did. His team did very well, and I think. Uh, I think they took third. I think it was Heritage, Chesning, Freeland. I forgot who was fourth, and we were fifth in the county. So we had, good, we had a good, we had a good showing. Second high Arthur Hill. They don't have any. They just riders. don't have they enough just, kids. They just okay. They really, they literally don't have enough kids. They had some, they had some outstanding athletes. They had some kids that were like, like holy shit. <laughs> like, but then if you fast. don't have, but if you're not in every event, you're not going to get any points. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, you know and. For the listeners, like a track and field, a high school track and field meet, um, uh, a third of the events are what you would consider distance mm-hmm. kind of events. And so, yeah, they usually, the high and the hill, don't typically have a lot of kids in the distance events. Right. Yeah. So anyway, we, we digress Friday afternoon yeah. at 930. Anyway, shows. So I said, you know what? I'm going to binge. I'm going to catch up on Halo because I told you I'd right. rather probably watch yep. Halo than... Um, the Moon Knight series, uh, it's really good. I'm I'm getting into it. They got a good plot, you know. Again, kind of a geek. And then I had an opportunity actually Saturday afternoon after I did some things. Uh, Shelly was out shopping with McKenna for work clothes, and I said, you know what? I'm gonna while I do some stuff, I'm gonna watch this show. I've been kind of got into for the avid listeners you know i started watching on apple tv foundation i saw like an episode or two it's way out there i mean you got to be you got to be a super freaking sci-fi geek okay to watch foundations you would hate it right hate you, you wouldn't even know you i don't think you'd get past the the opening first couple syllables of the credits all right uh but uh yeah so i i binged that for a little bit and that was pretty good um so, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. If you know, if you're a sci-fi person, I would recommend Halo and and Foundation. Actually, Foundation is a Isaac Asimov book. Okay. That they made into a this series. So, yeah, that's a, how about you? Um, mostly sports, which we'll get to in segment two. Um, 
But I did want to finish up because I got the the text from Loyalist or Chuck McPeak that I can feel free to talk about Ozarks. If you plan on watching Ozarks, I'm not going to give out full-fledged spoilers. So, But if you plan on watching it and don't want any details, maybe fast-forward 90 seconds from this point now. Okay, so I let you fast-forward. Um, I thought it ended brilliantly. It's the series finale, yeah, which uh, was episode 13, season 4. They've divided season 4 into two parts. Right. That said... Well, fucking get it over with. <laughs> that said, it looks like, you know, like if maybe if Jason Bateman's running low on money three or four years down the road, they could do like a uh, a movie like Breaking Bad did yep. with, uh, what was that called, uh, El Camino? Yeah, I think yeah, it was yeah, called yeah, El Camino. Yeah. Yeah. Or they could uh, even say, you know, hey, see, hey, guess what, season five, and they it, it was done almost Sopranos-like where it's like, Okay, it ended this way, but and I'm and I'm happy with the ending. Yeah. And if there's never another Ozarks, which is the plan, that was the series finale. Right. That was the plan. I'm good with it. I like the way it ended. I double thumbs up. That said, again, if they Jason Bateman, yeah, if Jason Bateman yeah. is like, oh fuck, I really need some money. Hey, let's <laughs> round up the gang. Let's give it one more whirl. <laughs> right. There's there's enough things they left open where right. they could easily right. get back into it. Sure. So, um. So, yeah, for those of you who fast-forwarded, if you haven't watched Ozarks, the four seasons are yeah. well worth the binge because all I believe all four seasons on Netflix. Yeah, because the uh, new antagonist is a formidable... Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, for sure. And then um, Liz and I, on a whim, uh, we were on, what's today, Sunday... I want to say it was Monday or Tuesday, we, we, we got dropped a double whammy on Netflix... Season six of Working Moms dropped, thirteen ep- thirteen episodes, twenty two minutes. It's just a, it's not really a t- twenty two minutes an episode. Yeah, it, oh, it, wow. it, it's like it must be from like the BBC or something because it, it's based in Canada and they all have the Canadian accents. I don't want to call it a chick flick because there's enough guy stuff in it where it's not really a chick flick, but it's kind of, it's a, just an interesting, easy watch. You don't really have to pay a lot of attention, but there's it, and it's uh, it's called Working Moms. And that's what it is, working on. They're trying to balance careers with every. It's basically yeah. Seinfeld without Jerry Seinfeld and more women as the lead. Gotcha. So, but that's all six seasons. Of, and again, it's nothing you have to really. So okay, I really got to focus on this. I mean, you could you could sure. sit and check emails and like, <laughs> and right. you know, and not miss anything. Right. Um, but there's definitely got to be a season seven because the cliffhanger is actually like wow didn't really expect that um and then the other thing we started watching just today it's called the lincoln lawyer it's a new series and it's got uh, one of the stars in it was in this is in the scream franchise liz and i have watched two episodes of that looks like it could be a nice easy watch and then when we found out Working Mom, that's what, because we, we want to, we think we're going to have to, it's been so long, we think we're going to have to go back and watch the last one, two, or three episodes of season four, but season five of Outlander is now on uh, Netflix. Okay. So, and, you know, uh, shit, that was probably, what, episode 70-ish? Something, where I was. Yeah. Oh, you couldn't stop in, talking yeah, about it. Yeah, all in on Outlander. So, 
We'll probably start that this week. And then the other thing, I watched one episode. Uh, I don't know. Do you remember Kids in the Hall? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Amazon Prime, Kids in the Hall is no. back out. It, and it's the, it's the, original, the cat original cast at this age. Oh, I mean, my God. Oh, and the first episode, again, it's a little darker, more intense Saturday Night Live skits, basically yeah, 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 all right. kids in the hall. Right. But it, 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 you know, so I don't know how many episodes this was, but I watched the first one. Liz was mad because she saw it and waited for me to watch it. I didn't think she really would care anything about kids in the hall, so I watched the first episode and then. But now her and I will watch that as well. So, uh, yeah, a lot of watching. It's yeah, you know. Oh, good. Yeah. So yeah, the yeah. kids in the hall thing. I'm interested in that. I read yeah, you know, right out of the shoot from you know, I wonder if I wonder if they picked the two the two most hung guys or the two least hung guys, because there's one there's one one of the skits in the season the first episode, the two guys come out completely fucking naked, you know, full frontal and you know, and then the other two is like, well, yeah, I don't believe you, you know, jump up and down, and, you know, and then they're jumping up and down, their decks are just so so it's almost a cross between Saturday Night Live and Jackass. Yeah, oh for sure. Yeah, okay. yeah, so. But uh, I, the 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 one I don't, for you would have to be a diehard Kids in the Hall fan. But my favorite, least favorite episode or skit on Kids in the Hall was sausage, sausage. <laughs> the guy was the one guy was watching his dad, and every time he got home from the sausage factory, and the dad would be drooling me sausage, and it was just real like almost like a Twilight Zone episode. It was just. That's how I got hooked on Kids in the Hall. But anyway, <laughs> okay. so, yeah, so, lots to watch, even in the summer months, and even with all these sports uh, taking place right now, so, uh, and what else, there was one other thing I thought I wanted to mention and watch. Uh, yeah. Uh, not watch, oh, I, I wanted to touch base with the listeners on my three New Year's resolutions. No. Oh. I know you went um, to church today because yep. I saw you coming back. I went to church. It was like five or six weeks leading into Easter. At the Fishman and I were in Cleveland for Easter Sunday, so I missed Easter Sunday, and I've made every Sunday since Easter Sunday. Um, second resolution was to at least experiment with the pod being on YouTube or another video, which there's no progress there. And the third, get my fat ass back in shape, and did make it to the gym three days this week. Now, that being said, you know, I was lifting weights that, you know, probably a nine-year-old girl would laugh at, but most nine-year-old girls aren't coming off knee replacement surgeries either. This is true. So. This is true. So, yeah, so, I mean, you know, it's taken me nearly half the year, but I've got two of my three New Year's resolutions in full Full swing. Hopefully, I can stick to it. And, you know, as Bill Corbier would say, go with the gears. Well, I'm just hoping that you keep up with the exercise thing so all the ladies will. Oh, yes. Well, that's what I'm shooting for. Even though, you know, like I say. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Sorry. That was, I didn't on the, I didn't turn that. We can only hope that's the case. So, in any event, that's but good. like I said, right. we, uh, not too long ago we discussed on the pod. It was like at our age, I mean, you get no females 
showing any interest in you, and you don't even get guys throwing elbows as you walk by. It's like, Jesus Christ, I'm just a fucking old man that nobody gives two shits about. <laughs> so, but hey, it's part of growing no, old. No, Mike, no, you're not. It's just part of growing old. That's right, true. Dude? That's true. So, no, it's season well. Uh, are we ready to rate this, or? I think we are. Not quite. Okay. All I right. think we are. All right. Hmm. I got two more pulls off of mine, so. Oh, yeah, this is... This is probably the most I have remaining of a sample because if I pound this, <laughs> you'll finish the third segment on your own. <laughs> say, it'll, it'll say I've a, done it before, Mike, so it's no big deal. It's a destination bourbon <laughs> all over again. Um, but, yeah, you know what? As far as 11.5 barrel, bourbon barrel stouts go, and with all the interesting taste, boy, I think I had a four last episode, didn't I? No, I had no fours last episode. So I am coming in straight up four. I, I think it was four worthy. Oh, look at that. I That's probably what, the third? Yeah. Third or fourth even. And Dave had his uh, rating written down before I was babbling through mine. So Dave and I both rated a four point zero zero, and I might be underselling it, but I would have to. It, it. I think the only reason I didn't go higher than four is because I think this right here, especially, I bet you if we would have had this third, I would have rated it closer to four to five. And I was, this is the best thing Dave, I love you. This is a great buddy, and yeah. But since it was the first one out of the shoot, it was like, okay, I think after we finish this can, yeah, I think it's like, all right, I think we should like maybe switch to another beer or <laughs> this will be a short night. And that's what that's and, where I was at was that it's it is it is filling. It is very yeah, very rich and yeah, good call. Even even people that, you know, enjoy and I said black licorice. I was gonna try to think of what else it's actually not even as bitter as black licorice it is. I was trying to think of something along those lines. I think it's like, it it might be chocolate covered black licorice because I think there's there's, There's some, there's definitely, there's some chocolate on there. Yep. But then you have the bourbon barrel aging that keeps it like, okay, this isn't your, this is a beer. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, all right. Well, shit, we got, we have, we say this every week, this type week, we have to live up to it. We got to get Mind Killer from Eponymous Brewing Company up to 19 check-ins because the 17 check-ins we're right in line with them because the 17 people that rated it on Untapped have it rated at 4.44. Oh, all right. So sure. All right, Dave. Well, for our second. Oh, Dave. Damn it! Hey, you got. I had. I had. Last week you got me two out of three. I had to take segment one off because I'm like, ah, oh, he's on to me. You know, so I'm gonna give you give you a pass segment one. Figure you'd be like, all right, maybe this maybe this game is done. Uh, no, no, you're not so lucky. All right, so uh. I you know it's probably not your favorite song, might not even be your genre, but I'm sure you're familiar with Ice Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice. Sure. All right, when does he go crazy? Um. Uh, let me tell you so you're going to make me go through the whole song you know how long it's been since I've actually tried to 
Uh, That's why we call it how close are you paying attention? Uh, crazy. Um, um, poisonous mushroom. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. We're going to be a while, and I don't want that much dead air, so I don't know. Quick to the point, to the point, no faking. Cooking MCs like a pound of bacon. Burning them. If you're not quick, be nimble. If you're not quick and nimble, I go crazy when I hear a cymbal there we go. and a hi hat. <laughs> it's souped up tempo. I'm on a roll. Oh, it's time to go solo. Damn it. All right. But you did get a, a line to the song, yo. Know. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Anyway. Second tasting, interesting story. Well, interesting to at least four people. I don't know how many others <laughs> will find it interesting, but not a donation, but actually a trade-off. No. Our uh, friends at Spilling the Nachos, who just released episode 49, they record on Wednesdays. It's released on Sundays. Yeah. And they came out with episode 49 today. Yeah. Uh, it's called. They entitled it um, "More More Parts Found" or something about Lake Mead. And they're hoping it's like a Jimmy Hoffa thing that they find the right. And I, you know, kudos to them. I, you know, if it's not on Netflix or not, oh for sure in sports, I didn't hear anything about it until the last two episodes of Spilling the Nachos because they've been talking about it. Because I guess there were the first one was remain. Clothing and shoes in a barrel, and then they found skeletal remains of somebody who died in the seventies with a bullet wound. You know, okay, you oh, know, yeah. and and both uh, the big dog and Tommy are real big m- mafia fans. You know, whether sure, sure, sure. real life mafia or right. you know the movies like you know and series like Sopranos and stuff like that. They're both big fans of that. And um, so anyway, that that was on there. So. As they were recording, I had Liz pick up a couple of, because I gave the big dog a uh, Mueller, 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 and he really liked liked it. it. So when Liz was in uh, uh, Horrocks last week or the, yeah, must have been two weeks, whenever it was, (laughs) but I gave Nate the beer on Wednesday. Yeah. And I had, I told Liz, I said, and that in our third tasting is another oozel finch, the little peek of under the curtain, if you will. And I said, if, hey, if you have any use guys, if you see any, so she asked the guy. She said, do you have any? And, oh yeah, oozel finch is over here. We got a whole oozel finch section. <laughs> right. And I told her use use guys. So I, I got two use guys, and Nate came over, and I gave Nate the two use guys. Yeah. And I said, it's not quite as sour as the Mueller, 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 but it's got a fantastic, it's sour, but it has a fantastic key lime taste. Right. And he's like, all right, great. And then they had, they tried that on their pod that was released this morning, episode 49, like I said, and they both enjoyed it a lot. They, They really liked it a lot. And anyway, where our second tasting comes from is because in exchange for the two used guys from Ouzelfinch, Nate gave me uh, some Slingshot Sour, a Slingshot Sour IPA from Perrin Brewing Company, seven percent ABV, zero IBUs. I believe uh, Slingshot 
slingshot this heavenly, heavily dry hop sour onto your taste buds. Packed with tropical hops, this sour IPA will slingshot you into some springtime vibes. I'm so, looking for some springtime vibes. Yeah, I don't know about you. But. I am too. So, um, and then answer to their question on the pod. Yeah. IPAs can be sour, but not all sours are IPAs. Correct. Because they brought that up on their pod, and uh, Nate said Nate gave me a heads up because, like I said, I gave him the beers before they recorded on Wednesday, and then the next day or Friday, he said, "Hey, I know a lot of times you don't listen to our pod till Monday, which is is normally the case, except the last three weeks I've been walking Ruby before church, so I've been listening to." at least the first 55 minutes of their pod sure. on Sunday. So I did listen to it, and he got the rating, and they said, well, you know, is a sour an IPA? And so the answer to that question is an IPA can be a sour, mm-hmm. but not all sours are IPA. And the Oozlefinch that you drank, I, to my knowledge, I don't believe was an IPA. Correct. It was a straight-up sour. Correct. So anyway, they enjoyed it, and um, let's see if we enjoy this pairing. And again... If we don't, that's no, no shame to the spill in the nachos, guys, because Hell they no. didn't brew this fucking beer. <laughs> no, they don't they give a not. fuck if we like it or not. We're both going out of the not-a-big-deal glass. And yes, Tommy, Nate is right. You have to keep the pour, the tilted glass, the entire pour. So yeah. get with the fucking program, would you? <laughs> so as Dave goes to get napkins, because Dave... Dave's is a very amateurish pour. I don't so. know what the hell. It was almost, like, yeah. there was a, it was almost no, like there was a yeah. hole in the game. I, I guess I can't really make fun of Tommy because Dave just what had a fucking hell? horrendous pour. So as I w- wait to cheers, here we go. Cheers. Cheers. Slingshot Sour IPA from Bar- Perrin Brewing Company. Nice fruity. Oh, there's no fruit there. That's fucking, <laughs> that's IPA pine, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that. But, see, that's where... As I wipe up the table. The Slingshot Sour IPA, that's different from the sour, because that's an IPA that has a little bit of, like... A little bit of sour. Yeah, a little bit, a little of, sour bit of sour to it. I'm, I'm just... I'm, I'm, you've already given me, like you told the listeners, the little look underneath the curtain with the Oozlefinch, so I'm expecting, like... I'm just getting my taste buds ready for the... For the handful of warheads to go, <laughs> and and actually, our our third selection almost sounds familiar, but the, all the Oozlefinch's cans are a little bit similar. And by the way, one last thing, little call out to Tommy. Oh, the fucking Rangers scored. I want the Penguins to win Game Seven. Son of a bitch. Um. Anyway. Yeah. On the the ingredients for. Use guys, it said cream cheese. And yeah. if you look at the can, Tommy, that's the Philadelphia cream cheese logo on the label. Right. So, anyway. Yeah. But, so, yeah, sports. Sports. Uh, how often do you see it? You know, Penguins almost should have, would have, could have scored. Rangers come down the ice and score. Yeah. So, so what what hole is that up in the upper left? I don't think it's a hole. It's just called top shelf. Top shelf. He went top shelf. All right. Under the bar. Yep. And because um, I believe the only hole for goalies is the five hole, which is between the legs. Oh, I thought there was like the bottom right, bottom left. 
underneath the armpits. Yeah, I don't I think they're they called were... holes, though. No. They, that, I could be wrong on that. Okay. So, um, anyway, yeah, sports. Talk to me. I was a straight-up 55-year-old man yesterday. Yeah. In that, what I did, I, I worked, got home from work, and I watched three game sevens in the NHL. Mm-hmm. 3-1 Carolina Hurricanes, 2-1 um, Tampa Bay Lightning, and then 2 nothing Edmonton Oilers. Right. And there's something about not only playoff hockey, but when you go to the seventh game, it's just, and we got a game seven right now as we're recording this one nothing Rangers early to midway through the first period. Yep. And there's another game seven tonight. Dallas at Calgary, which, depending on how the rest of the pod goes, I may or may not be up for. Who knows? But I'm off tomorrow, so fuck it. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it, they're just, so, it's, even when you're not, I mean, I had no money on the game. They're not my favorite teams. And I'm like, on every shot, you're almost like flinching. Right. With every shot, like, oh, oh. Right. And it's nervous, especially when the game is close. It's like, I would agree. It's just well, it's like any playoff. I mean, right. it, especially, I don't know if football is that much different than the regular season. Not as much, but NBA is way different than the regular season. Well, we'll get to the NBA in yeah. a second. But the, as far as football goes, football there's like there's downtime in the play, so it's like all right, you know, Patrick Mahomes throws to Travis Kelsey. Completed steps out of bounds on an eight yard gain or incomplete pass. Okay, there's 30 seconds of downtime where even as the most diehard Chief fan, you go, All right, come on, let's go, Chiefs. And you, you get a second. But in hockey, it's just up and down in, in any I, second. Yeah. It's over. I, it's yeah, just, I understand. So, but yeah, so and, I mean, the hockey, you know, but again, the only, the only thing that I've said about the hockey picks. That even remotely has a chance. Uh, it's episode 126 now. I think 123 or 124. Every pick I've given has been wrong, with the exception of I said I was taking Tampa Bay to 3P. No, they haven't 3P'd yet. Right. But they did win a game last night, 2-1 to one, in Toronto, so they survived in advance. So that pick is still alive, baby. So Not to but, prove you wrong, but I'm going to... All right, so there are... All right. So, uh, so the one hole is the upper. But what do you notice about all the pictures? I just I googled uh, hockey goal. What did I Google? What the hell was that? Hockey goal hole numbered. And what, but what do you notice about the pictures? They're not consistent. Like one picture right. has one picture has the four hole in one place, and another and, picture has. And every, but every one has the five hole in the middle of the. The five hole is right that's below. That's why I think I don't think there are right below the goalie's holes. junk. Yeah. Although everyone, no, wait. Yeah, because that one, it, looking at the goalie, the upper right is the three. This one, it's the two. And then there are two yeah. that have a one. So, yeah. So so somebody in the hockey world's got to let us know, like, what, what's going on there? Why, why so is it so I, different? You know, so hockey is unlike sex. In one aspect, because there's really only one true hole in hockey, <laughs> and that's the five hole. <laughs> right on. Wow, I think you, I think you I think you just happened upon something, Mike. 
And then, but I guess in sex, there's only one true hole too, because there's usually the other ones unavailable anyway. So, <laughs> well, that's an exit only. That's that's how I see it. Um, so yeah, and then in the N- NBA, the Celtics finally got a home victory after I want to say the road team one and one, two and two. I I want to yeah. say the road team were three and three. Because I think they split at home, split in Milwaukee. Milwaukee won in Boston. Boston won in Milwaukee. And then Boston won game seven today right. to advance to the conference finals against the Miami Heat. Excuse me, who um, beat the Sixers 4-2. to two. And I said two weeks ago that without Embiid, they had no chance. Right. They got clobbered the first two games. Embiid, Embiid came back, and they were two and two with Embiid. So, but hey, yeah. if he's in those first two games, sure. you know, maybe they split. You know, and they go to game whatever. seven. Who knows what happens? Do you know how many people our age are hope are just not nothing against Milwaukee, but they want the old Celtics, that old Larry Bird, you know, oh, yeah. Johnson. You know, they want that Celtics just to get them back into the mix of things. Right. I mean, they've been there right. since then, but and I, you know, and I agree that that and that actually perfect segue. And listeners will not believe this because they'll probably think we rehearsed this, which we didn't, because you triggered my memory. Yeah. You, you know, the old South. I literally despise when somebody our age, yeah, says, "Well." Okay, let, let's say they're a Red Wing fan. Sure. Red Wings aren't in the playoffs. Nope. Well, I want Boston to win, or I want Toronto to win. But well, both of them are out now, but anyway. Because they're an original six team. It's like, well, okay, uh, you're a Red Wing fan, number one, who is also an original six team. But... You weren't alive when the league started, so what really, what really, what? Why does it matter that they're an original sixteen? Right, and that's why I. That's always been a pet peeve of mine in sports. Like, well, Mike, well, that's Ernie, right. Ernie well, Banks really should have won a World Series. Really, why should Ernie Banks won a World Series? He was a great ball player on a shitty fucking Cubs team. So why did Ernie Banks deserve a World Series? They were terrible. He was a great player. Yeah. You can be a great player. On he deserved a to be team. on another team. Yeah, maybe he deserved to be on another team. But he didn't deserve a World Series because his team won like seventy-five games a year, and that's not World Series worthy. There, right. you know. So there's just because you know you're well loved or you've been there a long time or you're a good player, you don't. Everybody doesn't get a trophy. Contrary to what 2022 says, I think we everybody a, doesn't yeah. win a trophy. I think we had an episode that says... Yeah. Right. It, yeah. We did have an episode. because That's one true. of our most listened to episodes. I don't know if you've seen that no. analytic or not yet. Yeah, I but. stopped looking at that because, I mean, you know, the, 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 you know, there's just too much pressure on listenership. But anyway. <laughs> but, yeah, so it's just like there's just no... You, no, you don't deserve anything. You know, hey, he made a living as a baseball player. He was a great baseball player. And he didn't win the World Series. I haven't won a World I consider myself a good human, human being. I right. haven't won a fucking World Series. And nobody gives two fucks that I haven't won a World Series. <laughs> so it's like, just because you're a player, you don't deserve shit. Right. You win. You, you, you got to get there and win. Yep. Agreed. So. Yep, I agree. 
So hockey, so we did, you did... Uh, Those two people in the stands had masks on, so they're way safer than that kid yelling. <laughs> <laughs> that, kid be, that kid yelling is just a walking hearse. <laughs> but the people behind him had masks on, so they were safe. Um, <laughs> what a bunch of idiots. Oh, well. So anyway, maybe she's immune compromised, honestly. Who knows? But then if you're immune compromised, why are you going yeah, to an NHL you, yeah, playoff exactly. game? Thank you. <laughs> and, and, you know, so, yeah. So, I have no, okay. there, there's all no right. answer. Right. Talk, segway, to, talk segway, to me, talk segway. to me, Dutch. <laughs> bring it, bring it. So um, NHL, basketball. So MLB, I was listening to ESPN Radio today, and they were all about what's wrong with baseball. Why is baseball falling out of favor? How can they get baseball back to the heyday where baseball was king. Uh, viewership for the World Series, the last two World Series has been abysmal. Um, I don't think, you know, advertisers are looking at the numbers and saying, hey, you know, um, you know, advertising with baseball, with the MLB and the World Series, you know, is not, you know, where it used to be. Um, they're actually, I would love to see the numbers between uh, this last fall's World Series and the current NHL playoffs, usually baseball would trump them, would kill them. And not what, because this is out of the blue, you had, you didn't give me any time to prepare. No, it's just no, like, and, what do you no, think? No, you're yeah. right, you're right. I'm not arguing with yeah. you, I'm just saying, give me time. Abysmal baseball numbers. Relative to the heyday. Right, but even abysmal baseball. Let's say they were abysmal. Yeah, and then that, all you have to do is go uh, TV ratings, twenty twenty one World Series. Sure, and like that. I mean, I guess we could do it right now, but I choose not to. Cause I've, I've got three glasses of beer with three totally different <laughs> beers in front of me that I'm more interested in drinking. But between now and episode one twenty seven, I will do that. And I, I hear what you're saying. Baseball need baseball doesn't want to be where hockey is. Because I, right. I bet you the abysmal baseball numbers are still better than the hockey numbers, and hockey is tickled pink with their numbers. Right. So, and I do not know if there's a fix for baseball in the generation we currently live in. You know, and even uh, six annual opening days at the Fishman 8 and I, even though I think his Twitter's not active, so I don't even bother looking to follow him. But um, him and I go round and round. Yeah. He's a huge, you know, he works at Dow Diamond, and at that level, they're enforcing the pitch clock. You get right. 14 seconds with nobody on base, 18 seconds with a runner on base. If it gets to five seconds, it's on the hitter. And if it gets to zero, it's on the pitcher. If it's on the pitcher, it's an automatic ball. If it's on the hitter, it's an automatic strike. And they are—they're—they're they're doing it. They're enforcing it. And at the fisherman eight is all for it because he's working. He wants to get fucking home. I'm just the opposite. I'm like I'm there, and they hey, they cut beer sales off in the seventh inning. So I want the fourth inning to last two hours and seventeen minutes <laughs> because I'll make three fucking trips to the boiler. And then when somebody says, "Oh, you've had too much to drink," it's like, okay, well, there's two other beer stands. I'll just go down there. So, you know, but it's like, whatever. It's like, 
that's but that is what is hurting baseball. It's the society. Nobody wants to play baseball because I've I've said it even well before this podcast. I've said baseball at a poor level is a very, 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 very painful thing to watch. Because right. everybody's standing. You got somebody throwing the ball. There's two people playing catch. And yeah, and yeah. sometimes they're not even playing catch. The, <laughs> the other kid, the one kid is just running around chasing the ball. Right. Yeah. So. I got you. And we live in a, an era where, like, you know, do you remember the time where, who, who sang the song that had the lyrics, you, you know, Ba with the ba. Oh, I don't know. God, I don't know who sang that, Mike. Oh, fuck. Uh, no, I really uh, hey, don't call know who the, call that. that. Uh, hey, call uh, Ralph, our buddy Ralph. Ralph was a good... Hey, Ralph, who's saying... Ah, uh, geez, I don't know. And then, you fuck, you'd even re- be resorted to calling the radio station. Hey, who sang this song? Yeah. And the radios... And if you got through, you might be lucky to get an answer. Now what do you do? Google. Who's saying... Oh. Hey, Kid Rock. Yeah. And it's like... Ba- that's not baseball. Yeah, that is not the game of baseball. The oh, game, yeah. of, the game, but baseball at its highest level is yeah. an amazing sport to watch. I would agree. I mean, I would if agree. you yeah. if you put it in perspective, you're watching the Masters. Yeah, you got a guy standing <laughs> over the ball, trying to putt, eight foot putt. And there has to be absolute fucking silence. Right. But yet, bases loaded, two balls, two strikes, bottom of the ninth, 3-3. Three, three. You got a guy up the bat, somebody throwing a baseball 100 miles an hour, and everybody is on their feet screaming at the top of their lungs. You, what's, what one of those two needs absolute silence? Right. It's the fucking baseball dog. <laughs> so baseball at its highest level is a fantastic game. Baseball in the era we live in today, it's just like oh it's too oh it's too slow. Well, no, it's not too slow. If it's too slow, don't fucking go. Do well, something that's what, else. That's what they're saying is that people aren't going because of the reason right. that you're explaining. Right, but I it, there's no way. The only way to correct that I think is to end the game because it the game is the game and the people that love the game will go to the game. Right. I mean, no, I I got you. Yeah. So, I mean, it answers your question. But, again, I still think abysmal baseball numbers are still beating um, NHL. Uh, the the women's NCAA, the NHL. Right. USFL. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, so, th- speaking that of that, well. there's a podcast that's still going over the lunches that the – uh, March Madness women's team got compared to the March Madness men's team. Oh, and I thought Title IX, and then this this will sound sexist, but it's actually not sexist. It's realistic financial business data. It's like okay, yeah, perhaps you should have got more than a bologna sandwich and a bag of Lay's potato chips for your lunch, but. <laughs> Nobody watched that game. So, really, you know, you're lucky we didn't say bring your own lunch. <laughs> because it's, and, and, and again, like when, like, when um, men's wrestling at North Dakota State is pissing and moaning 
because the North Dakota State football, the North Dakota State football team has won three Division three championships in a row and has been on ESPN and your fucking skanky ass wrestling team hasn't fucking won a match in 14 years. That's why when there's nobody getting discriminated against, you're not as good. Right. So what? Why? Why is it? Well, it almost this goes back sport, to that. This everybody gets. A, everybody thinks they should get a trophy. Exactly. Kind of I mean, this is like sports on a tangent for us here at Flights Football and anything else. But it's like, okay, so you're lousy. You stink. But why should you be treated like us? And I, I I'm not sure if it's North Dakota State, but North, one of the Dakota teams has a powerhouse I, I did, Division yes. Three football team. Correct. And they're even on ESPN. Sure. I mean, it's. A Thursday afternoon at four, right? And there's twelve thousand people in the stands, but I guarantee that's fucking more than a wrestling program gets. <laughs> right. So who should be treated more like a king? The team that's on ESPN with twelve thousand, or the team that isn't? Probably the team man, that's... woman, transgender, crossgender, hermaphrodite, whatever. Right. Who's ever bringing in the fucking dollar? That's who should be fucking applauded. If the women's NCAA tournament rivals the men's NCAA tournament, then their fucking pregame lunches should be equal. Yes. Or if the women outdraw the men, then give the men the bologna sandwich and tell them to get the fucking stepping because you ain't fucking holding your weight, pal. Here's your bologna sandwich. Get the fuck out of my face. And the women can eat like queens. Right. So in a capitalistic society, that's pretty much how it works. Right. But yeah. everything, oh, I thought Title IX fixed it. Title IX, Title IX says we've eliminated men's sports to have your women's sports, but you ain't bringing in the money. Here's your bologna sandwich. Eat it or don't. Get out. Right. What about yeah. the men's sports that were cut because of Title IX? Where's their rights? Because well, men's sports, in, in yeah. again, the... the uh, Don't get me started the, the, about that the, because... The male equestrian team at Wyoming A&M, they probably deserve to be cut because they weren't any good. No, Mac schools, as far as, I mean, I mean, and I'm not going to get it on a soapbox, but CMU, well, I know Western for sure. I'd have to look it up right now. Someone can fact check me on this, but I know Western's track team is gone. And CMU's, I believe, Western is Michigan gone? has no track and field team. Correct. Correct. Well, I then, had some the, kids that were going there, there that were to... there. There is your equality then. Yeah. It's like okay, you got a bologna sandwich at the NCAA women's tournament, and Western Michigan has no track and field men's team. Right. Boom. There's your equality. It's because hey, we're going to give you bologna sandwiches. We got to make cut somewhere. Men's track gone. I mean, that's the way it goes. Okay, fine. Yeah. And I bet men's track and field at Western didn't bring in a lot of money, so they cut it. Oh, no. they, uh, the, 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 You know, there's revenue and non-revenue sports. Well, and for yeah, sure. The, the, the track team was definitely and how many are re- non-revenue. And if you look at it, in all honesty, yeah. how many revenue sports are there in collegiate sports? You oh, have men's very football. Few, very few. Men's football. Yeah. Men's basketball. And probably women's basketball at the what the top two percent. I mean, I'm I'm sure Connecticut women's basketball makes money, correct? Yes. Oh, South, my God. Car- oh my God. South Carolina women's oh, yeah, basketball yeah, yeah, makes yeah. money. Yeah, uh, a, a truckload. Yeah. 
So, I mean, you know, so, in right. fact, I, dare I say women's basketball in Connecticut probably makes more than the football team does? Mm, maybe. Yeah, so whack the, whack the Connecticut football team. Don't fucking bitch that the men in the NCAA basketball tournament are making, are eating filet mignon while you have a bologna sandwich. Right. Yeah. No, I'm looking up right now, and I'm looking up CMU's track and field. I only see women, no men. CMU or Western? CMU. Okay. Centrals. Uh, there is a 2021, 22. Uh, match. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to fact check that. I can't. But you know, just the limited search that I just did in the last few minutes. I mean, even all the pictures, it's. It's all women. Okay. I don't see any men. Uh, but, you know, like you, like you could be saying, like, well, you're just on the women's page. I don't, I can't find a men's page right now. All right. So, anyway, to yeah. your point, I just wanted to check that out because I had heard something to that effect. Right. And that and that's what's it. And, again, um, ESPN has a female, female announcer. Uh, Leah Hextall is her name. Probably a great person. Wonderful human being. You know, you you would love to live next door to her and party and, as I always say, snort cocaine off hooker's nipples <laughs> with Leah Hextall. <laughs> but ESPN has her on play-by-play of some of their hockey playoffs. Right. And she's putrid. Ryan Whitney of uh, Spitting Chicklets, he's even tweeted, and he's taking a whole, oh, this is 2022, not 1822, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, wait a second. Because uh, listeners of the pod know one of my favorite, now I know interview person, uh, intermission setting is different than play-by-play, but one of my favorite people is Kay Adams. Right, I mean, right. I'd sit and talk football with Kay Adams. Probably, no offense, Dave, love you, and I'll continue the pod with you. I would sit and talk football with Kay Adams before I talk football with you. Right. And she would make me look stupid. That's how good she is at what she does. So it has nothing to do with sex. And there are men <laughs> okay. there are good. men announcers yeah. that are horrible. Right. But this Leah Hextall is an absolutely fucking awful play-by-play announcer. And it's like, okay, the only reason you're doing this game is because you're female. You, you know, there there has to be a million other females that you could put in here. If, if you need a female, get the interview process going. Go. <laughs> right. let the, let's try them out. Right. Because there's somebody better than you because you're terrible. <laughs> but uh, yet, it's like, hey, you know, if we fill a quota, hey, we're, we're looking at a female announcer is calling in an NHL playoff game. She's fucking terrible. Yeah. It, yeah. If you if you don't the, doubt the me little, if you don't doubt little... me listeners hopefully you well because you won't be able to listen to me because you won't be able to listen to this till tomorrow and the game is tonight Dallas at Calgary L- Leah Hextall is the not and again I'm not badgering her as a person she's probably the greatest human being on the planet she probably saves chickens and raises millions for the homeless. She's a great person. She's a fucking terrible hockey announcer. Right. Point and, taken. Yeah, so, I know. Anyway. Hey, fact checking. Um, 
By the way, that in the business yeah. they call that somehow we got off on a tangent. We did. We got on like all over. It's the not place. a bad tangent though. No, it's not. But uh, CMU in May 2020 announced it would discontinue its men's track and field program as part of budget cuts caused by the coronavirus pandemic. But the women's track and field, men's cross country, and women's cross country programs were not cut. So okay, you would know this more than me. And we'll finish it before we rate the Slingshot IPA from Perrin. Yeah. From our exchange with our fine friends at Spillone Nachos. How in the fuck (laughs) is the men's cross-country team more vital than the men's track? You coach them both. Where are the the better athletes? I mean... Track and field is way fucking better than cross country, isn't it? I think. Unless you're just saying, run, Forrest, run, and I'll see you in two hours. No, well, it kind of indirectly boils down to that because track and field is way, way, way more expensive than cross country. Because that's literally what you do. You get them off the bus, you get them warmed up, and you say, you're literally like, go. (laughs) Whereas a pole vault pit, 25, $30,000. $30,000. You know what I mean? God, is that fucking much money? Oh, for the standards, the pole, the pits, the all the stuff, that, the, the cover, the, the weather the discs, cover, the, the discs, puts, the, the shots, hurdles. the hurdles. Those hurdles, those college hurdles that they use, 250 bucks a piece. And you're talking usually, eight lanes. I was going to say eight lanes. Or eight lanes, that. ten sets. You know what I mean? All right. And cross country is just Oh, yeah, I know. Run. Hey, do you have shoes? <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. All right. See, that's that's why we work well together. Yeah, I didn't. I yeah. pull one right in your wheelhouse, and you shut me down. <laughs> well, I didn't shut you down. I just answered but your does, question. No, okay, now here's another question: Does anybody? And again, hey, cross country. I we have to have at least one cross country listener to this pod. Well, George. Okay, George. I, no, I my apologies. Not disrespecting you, because if me and you started running. I'm quitting way fucking before you quit. I guarantee I guarantee you that. I tap right now. You can and in fact I hope you run two hundred million more miles than me me because I fucking hate running. So anyway, yeah. Does anybody come to see a cross country event? Oh yeah. And let, other than parents. Uh some. Some. Uh it, the, and it depends on what event you're talking about. So if it's just I thought a, cross country would just run. There, no, there, I mean like a state finals or a regional or a, oh, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like something that, along that those just, lines. But it's still the same event. It's just like go. Uh, pretty much. I mean, there's not. Yeah, I mean, it would be. I'm not gonna say it's right alongside like NASCAR in the sense that you know these cars are going around in a circle. Right. And some people, some right. would say. Why am I going to watch? That's like watching, again, again, like watching paint dry. You know, these cars going right. around in a circle. But, you know, if you understand and kind of empathize or have done it before, you know what to look for, some of the nuances and stuff that you're going you're gonna to look at. And, you know, some kids get in, get in a race. Even if your kid or somebody you know is 152nd, but if they're running neck and neck with somebody that's going to be 150th, you know, and they're in a race, 
even though they're, they're basically a little faster than a jog. <laughs> That's important to three people. <laughs> well, I'm just saying it, it might be. But, uh, but, you know, but yeah, that's why it's not mainstream. That's why it's not on right. ESPN during prime and, time. And that's or, what I'm saying. Yeah. So I'm saying the guy that does, there had to be somebody at Central that did the is 220 hurdles of thing or? No. Well, what, I what mean, is, 400 hurdles. Or okay. The, there, or had, the one, there, had to be somebody, there had to be somebody that did the 110 meter hurdles. Yeah. That would generate. As much, if not more, interest than anybody on the Central Michigan cross country team. That's that's my yeah. personal opinion. I'm sure. narrow minded. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know anything about either event. But I tell you what, I would much rather watch Zane throw the disc or the shot than somebody from Central. And Zane is a high school student. Right. I'd much rather watch him throw the disc and or the shot than somebody from Central Michigan run cross country. Well, because when you see a human being like that, you're you're looking at somebody that like this might be an Olympian. This might be this is somebody that does something that you're just like your jaw drops. You're you're the penguins just score. Or they're just happy they're putting pressure. I have no idea why they're celebrating. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're gonna review goal. So we'll get back okay. to you in a second. No, that's what I'm saying though. So. That you know, that's what I'm saying. So Zane, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, hey, I, I don't. Oh, even, that's not, definitely a goal. I'm that not, is for sure going to be a goal. It's going to be one-one. I'm not even sure um, how we got on the that topic, no, but hey, it, it was fun. It was. No, fun. we were talking about the MLB and how things, you know, how people see oh. the value in what they're watching or what they're playing. Do you know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. how we got on that tangent. Is like. You know what's important, what's special, what what are people going to watch, and you know what are the networks and the schools and everybody else going to pay for and support. And so you know the MLB is worried that you know they're kind of on the way out, or at least it's degrading to a point where you know they're a little they're a little scared. Okay, all right. Fair enough, Dave. I think it's time we rate Slingshot Sour IPA from Parent Brewing Company, and you're on the clock. Okay, so I'm going to rate this bad dog at a 3.35, and this is why. All right. Um, I like it. It's drinkable. Um, It's not like the Oozle Finch. For me, my palate doesn't... Like, I... The sour, I don't, I've never been a sour person, not the sour candies, not the sour anything, uh, but it's got a little hint of sour, just enough that it's definitely, well, this is actually an IPA though, but I'm saying right. from a sour standpoint, it's not kicking me off oh, my no, chair, not at all. but it's there. And so, um, and the IPA is there, but everything is subtle. You know what I mean? Yes. So that's why I enjoy it. That's why it got over a three. And so, but is it my cup of tea? Eh, not necessarily, but I enjoyed it. It's It's got some interesting flavors and everything there is subtle and there's a lot going on. All right. And I went, I went a little more, simp- more simplistic terms than you. I went four on the mind killer and I went, three on the parent because I think a three is a beer that you could sit and I I see myself pounding this motherfucker. Oh really? Just okay. like you know I this I seven percent is a real heavy 
lawn mowing beer. Oh yeah, for sure. But like, I don't think I don't think it drank like a seven percenter. No. You might feel it after the second. Oh yeah, possible. I mean, I'm not. The shit would be crooked <laughs> by the time I got to my side lawn. I mean, the, I'd be all cattywampus. But the, that's not. That's neither here nor there. Hey, that's nice, my business. Nice use of cattywampus. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. So I, I just went straight up three. Um, nothing that, as you like to say, blows your skirt up. Yeah. But nothing that I would say. Oh. Yeah. How dare you serve this to me, you fucking peasant! <laughs> You know, so Shannon Bula would be proud of you, by the way. Thank you. Um, all right. Well, our first selection, courtesy of Jeff Laporte, had 17 check ins. Yep, this one nearly had 10 times that many check ins at 153 check ins, just like the first tasting, untapped, slightly ahead of us at 3.59. All right, David. Well, we're on our third and final tasting. <laughs> and it is, uh, hey. Yeah. Can you go to the well one too many times? Depends. Yeah, yeah. again, it depends. But we've had a lot of success with our fine friends at Oozle Finch Brewing Company. Yeah, that's, uh, uh, that could be defined differently. But, yeah, sure. I would, I would agree. Rachel is the uh, the brewer, the head brewer. Rachel, the brew, the, yeah, Rachel. Where are you reading that off the can? Head, yeah, head brewer. Oh yeah, Rachel Howard. Rachel Howard. Yeah, Rachel, reach out to us. I I know you're listening to the pod, but um, what we have here is we have the old uh, the is that a duck or a goose? That's a goose. All right, we have the goose that's also on the used guys. And it's called Don't Be Weird. And the goose has apparently written on the chalkboard several times, charcoal in the ice cream. Charcoal in the ice cream. Because what we have here is a sour ale with blackberry, peach, vanilla, lactose, other natural flavors, and... Activated charcoal. I believe, Correct. David, that is a pod first activated charcoal. We're going to be drinking charcoal. So, <laughs> okay. all right. And hey, you know, the, you know, like I said, Oozle Finch is what we gave spilling the nachos yeah. for episode 49. Yep. They liked it. You and I liked used yeah. guys. You and I liked Mueller, Mueller, Mueller. Oozle Finch seems to be a sour factory. But I'm really interested to see what the old charcoal is all about. So, without further ado. What uh, glass you got there you're pouring in? I'm pouring into Groomsman Mike 1029. Okay. And it's, this is like a satanic <laughs> Welch's grapefruit. Oh, my God. Yeah, I've got the real seafood glass here. Which is where Caitlin's wedding reception was. Yeah, this is. Oh yeah, this that's is, a weird yeah. purple. Very weird, indeed. Oh, very weird smelling. <laughs> hey, have you ever tasted charcoal? We're about to because, on the notes, it smells like we could literally be tasting a Kingsford charcoal burkett. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers.
Ooh. Okay, just like the Oozel Finch, I'm like, wow. I feel like I'm about to seize. Hmm. I tell you what, I God, we we have oh. to get we have to get what was her name? Rachel Howard. <laughs> I would I would. Oh. I would I guess I can't say I would kill because that's a bit drastic. I would love Rachel Howard on this podcast so she could set us straight because how you could get because this is it's I don't think it's as tart as used guys or Mueller 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 but it's tart and there's almost like a Mike Tyson like uppercut right under where you bite your fucking lip right. which must be the charcoal taste because it, this is. I mean, the glass looks this guy. The glass looks like somebody took a shit in your glass. To be honest with you, and it'd be like, I can't. Yeah, Jesus Christ, would you dig? Is that out of a river? I would agree. Now, listen, I mean, look, at, a, look at the glass. Is that out of a river or not? <laughs> See, this is where YouTube comes in. So look at you. Know, we're gonna get there eventually. I won't pressure you, but this. I mean, this looks like some. This right. looks like somebody shit in this glass. <laughs> but the taste is no. It's acceptable. it's tart, sweet, thick, and delicious. I knew her. <laughs> no, so. but that's what uh, on Untapped, you know, that was uh, Eric B. from Chubby's of Southside. He said it's tart, sweet, thick, and delicious. Would you agree? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Even though it looks well, like somebody shit in your yeah, glass. It tastes way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't. I mean, th- this is you would never drink this voluntarily <laughs> ever. I mean, this this looks terrible. And this is what this this is the ep, this is a sampling we need to be on YouTube because this there's right. no way no, in the no, world no a human, there, there's no way in the world a human would drink that. <laughs> no one would but understand. But it's very tasty. Yeah, it is. The blackberry sure. is over the top. But I would say, listen, Mike, I've, I've made a lot of smoothies in my day. I've made a lot of smoothies, yeah. putting a lot of stuff in there, whether it's you know whey powder or soy powder. You know, blackberries and raspberries and strawberries and bananas and did I say bananas? Yeah, that's a that's a different. That's offshoot of the banana. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, but um, but no, I mean, you get done when you get experimenting a little bit with some with smoothies and stuff. I would say that's what that would look like. There's just a lot of stuff clinging on to the side of the glass. I've seen science fiction movies. This is like (laughs) sludge coming out of it, but. That's not a that's not a ringing endorsement, but the taste is phenomenal. Yeah, it's good. It's, it it's, is good. It's, it's not as sour no. as either the uh, used guys or the Mueller Mueller right. Mueller. For those, but people there's that, a little tartness to it. Yeah, for those people that have been listening, and I went bonkers over the Mueller 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 and the uh, um, used guys used guys uh, because that one, I mean, I just about fell off my damn chair. It was so it was so tart and sour. Um, no, this is not as this is not like that. Um, it's got some interesting flavors, although, like I said, my palate doesn't tolerate you know a lot of tartness. They're um, they're different brewers, to be sure. We've interviewed somebody from Austin Brothers, but I'm gradually falling in love with Uzelfetch. And and like we like we said to um, on, the la- on the last episode, you gonna marry Rachel? On the last episode, it was Whatever. fucking the last segment. You stupid fuck! On the last segment, an IPA can be a sour, but not all sours are IPAs. 
this is a sour, and it's not an IPA. To right. my knowledge, if I'm reading everything correctly, then correct. Yeah, you know, that's why this is why we need Rachel Hunter, Rachel Howard, Rachel Howard on this pod to set us straight. But I do not think this is an IPA. It, it is, is a not. sour, and it's a fantastic sour. I can set you straight, Mike. It's not an IPA. Okay. Yeah. But it's a fantastic sour. Oh, yeah. And it's not as sour as the other two. Oozle Finch is almost like godlike to this podcast. In my, <laughs> in my, in my, in my, in my viewpoint, Oozle Finch is like, uh, who's a god? <laughs> <laughs> like what you're the fucking marble guy. Give know. me a guy like Zeus. Sure. Zeus. All right, dude. Yeah. Uzel Finch is the Zeus of well, Thor or whatever. All right, Thor, Marvel. Yeah, it's the Thor, Zeus, Thor, whatever. The, Odin. Who's Odin? Odin is Thor's dad. Oh fuck it. He's a loser. <laughs> so Thor, this Uzel Finch is Thor of Sours. Okay. Alright, that's where we're going. So alright, I have one. It's a little off color, which really should be. Actually, look at your hand. No, on the inside. Yes, yeah, dirt isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's the charcoal. It's literally yeah. the charcoal from the from the beer. But this is a, what I knew. I loved my wife for more than many, many, many. My wife makes fucking fantastic beers out. So, Liz, Kudos. love you, baby. Kudos. Um, so anyway, we're going to get to the bottom of the Ouzelfinch stuff here in a second. Yeah. And I'm about to broach something that people are going to find. There's a method to the madness, so everybody sit with me. So, oh, well, But before we get to that, David. Seriously. All right, you're over one tonight. I spared you. There's only going to be two of them tonight. But, all right, you, you have to be familiar with the um, Eddie Money song, Take Me Home Tonight. Yep. Take me home tonight. All right, so who does he call on and what does she say? Oh. Uh... And if you give me background to who that she is, mm -hmm. you get bonus points. Background? Oh, wow. Uh Till you see the light, take me home tonight. Ronnie said. Now what was your? Be my loving baby. Uh, uh, I don't know well enough. I can get through the chorus. All right, give me the question again. Sorry. Who does Eddie Money call on to sing, and what does she sing? Uh, and his, for his loving baby. Nope. Oh. You, you actually fuck, You actually earlier. You fucking answered the question. Oh. Literally. Oh. The first time you said it. And for those wondering if I'm just full of shit, I knew the answer, and that's why the thus the question. If I wouldn't have known, I would have wasted time with googling shit. So, but you, you fucking when you said it, you fucking said the words. You answered the question. When I sung it. Yes. Um, you answered the question. Uh, take me home tonight. Be, uh, 
when you see the light take me home tonight be my loving baby just you, you uh, said really? just I, like <laughs> I mean, really listen to the spot when you release it and you you literally said just like my mama said no my mama said no not mama said you fucking said it right the first time just like blank said oh Shit, I can't. Now I'm uh, too much pressure. You, yeah, you wilt under pressure big time because you fucking said it. The, immediate, I, Just I, like I, Ronnie said. Bo, okay, yeah, so. All right. Ronnie. So what did Ronnie say? Be my loving baby. Be my little baby. Be my little baby. All right, so now who is Ronnie, though? Uh, who is Ronnie? Um, His... I don't know. No, okay. That would his have been, girlfriend. No, that no. would have been the bonus part of the question. Oh, okay. But Ronnie is Ronnie Spector of the Ronettes, who uh, should be my little. Yeah. You know, so. All right. All right. So yeah. So. Do I give you a hat? I got to give you some credit because, like, right out the shoot, you said just like Ronnie sang. So you, okay. I mean, you literally said it right off the top. All right. So I'm going to give you more than a half a point. So all right. Point seven five. All right. There we go. Thank you. All right. I'll sleep well tonight now. All right. So, courtesy of our fine friends at the Jesselneck Rosenthal, Rosenthal Vanity Project, Junior Vice President, and I, I investigated because I didn't think there was any way that this could possibly be true. But the headline is, and oddly enough, it's a Michigan mom. And listeners, as as weird as this is, stay with us to the end, because as a trained professional, I roll everything up together, and it rolls smoothly. So anyway, May 9th, 2022 at 12.01 p.m., the, the headline reads, I fell in love with my son and have mind-blowing sex, but it's not incest. So, a Michigan mom who fell in love with her biological son says a rare, in air quotes, genetic phenomenon is responsible for their red-hot romance. Kim West, 57, got pregnant as a teenager and gave up her baby boy, Ben Ford, for adoption in the mid-80s. Ford, who is now 38, tracked down his mother eight years ago and the pair formed a close bond. Things quickly turned sexual and they went public with their incestuous relationship in 2016 with West boasting she had mind-blowing sex with her son. The couple has subsequently kept a low profile. Yeah, no, you think? Okay, anyway, whatever. Um, this is not incest. It is GSA. We are like peas in a pod and meant to be together. By the way, GSA means genetic sexual attraction, which most experts say there is no such thing. So anyway, my question here, we, this is where we're So those two people need to be shot. (laughs) That's not a question. That's a statement. Yeah. Okay, my statement is those two people need to be shot. Now, I guess if you look at it, if the story would have went, um, 
Kim West. Where do you, where do you find this? Well, this I was triggered by the Rosenthal or the okay, Jessica okay, Rosenthal. Okay, 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 so yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I googled this because I, I, this was so bizarre. I thought they fucking made it up, but I googled it. And the reason I googled it because they said it was a Michigan person. So I'm like, all right, I gotta Google this, and I Google it, and sure enough, boom, here it is. So, and here's what I'm saying. It's like, okay, if if Kim Field, or, I'm sorry, Kim Kim Field, she was on uh, right that one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. What was that? T- what was Shit, that t- I don't know. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, Kim Fields? Wasn't that uh, it was Facts a girl- of Life? Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, she had kiss a kiss on this. <laughs> Facts of Life. So, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you remembered that part. There was some choking the chickens <laughs> to the Facts of Life in this household. But, it, yeah, okay, so now if Kim West is somebody, okay, so she knows Here's okay. Let me phrase it this way. All right. So they should be shot. (laughs) Well, you've already said that, right? So now, okay. Here's a take that I will give you, you know, an out on. So it's like, okay, let's say Kim West was a 16 year old, got impregnated by a boyfriend that her parents hadn't didn't want anything to do with. She gave birth to the her son. And the parents immediately gave it up for the adoption without Kim ever seeing the son. Fast forward 30 years, you have a 30-year-old son and a 46-year-old Kim. And they're at a nightclub and the son's coming off his second divorce. And they get together and they have sex. Not justifying it because it would be like, and you would hope both of them would like quickly walk into traffic and just get run over, right? So, you know, but in your scenario, they didn't know that they right, were right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But once you find out, it was like, oh shit, right? <sighs> oh fuck, I just fucked my son. You know, you have at that point you have you run into traffic and get hit by a car. I mean, that's the only logical thing to do. In my opinion, so but this isn't the case. This this right. kid, it's a love right, affair. Yeah, she no, she gave him up for adoption. Okay, I mean so, currently, so far we're good. Sure, she gave him up for adoption. But as I would imagine, most people who like who find out, oh, you know, hey, we're not your real parents. You're you go on a quest to find your real parents, and you know, sure, Kim's. Son went on a quest to find her. Yeah. And he finds her. So it's like, hey, hey, Mario, how does that ever escalate to mind-blowing sex? Again, like, you know, I'll give a pass if just, like, random. Right. Yeah, I, I understand. And then yeah, once I, you find out, the answer to you me. run into traffic. But now, I mean, they're both, like, in high years, like, and she claims is a genetic disorder like uh, whatever I said the initials were it's like you're fucking out of your fucking mind lady there's no fucking way I don't I don't have an explanation Mike (laughs) I don't know but there's no explanation to have but it's like how are you I mean what in the blue hell I mean I'll give you the fact like if you don't know I mean how do you know like you know right I no I I understand I understand like if it's so Anyway, so we're in agreement on that. So, 
me being the great podcaster that I am, I've segued this into a random question. All right. I don't know you if know, I'm ready for this or not. You know, your mom, who's going to live for another 100 years. Yeah. But on her deathbed, mm-hmm. she said, David, yep. we adopted you. I just wanted to let you know that before I pass. Mm-hmm. The random question is, at 50 years old, do you set out to find your oh, wow. birth birth? That's a great question. I'm a fucking professional, Dave. Would you expect anything? Did you think I would just go on some incestual rant that had no fucking tie-in? Well, you started on one. You know, hey, I got you. Okay, so would I? Um, at fifty some years old. No, you're fifty. You're you're fifty right now. Fifty-one. Yeah, I mean, so you're fifty-one years old. And like I say, your mom's gonna live for another hundred years. So your your yeah. mom, hundred years from now, you're 150, and the Rangers just scored to take two to one lead. Son of a bitch, you're 150 years old, right? Um, just so there's no bad karma, right? And she said, David, yeah, no, we I adopted mean, you. I probably would. I probably I don't know how intense it would be, but I probably I probably would start the search. I probably would. and okay, and what would you be hoping to get, gain by that? Not being smart, that's just a serious question. What would you be hoping to gain as a um, as a fifty one year old a fifty one year old man? This doing... sounds this sounds very cliche ish, but I would probably sit down for coffee and just say, "Hey, you know, just get to know this person and 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 you know, you know who my actual mother was, mm-hmm. and just say, you know, I had a good life." Not to, not to interrupt, but not to gonna, interrupt, yeah. what did the fucking penguin score? Yeah, I don't know. I said 2-1 Rangers. Yeah, two, no, two, two, anyway, two. go ahead, Dave. <laughs> um, yeah, I probably, I probably, like I said, it would be very cliche-ish, but probably just to, just to get the basics. And because I'm 51, I've had a good life. I mean, I like, I, I wouldn't like try to backtrack or say, oh, what would my life, what, what would it would have been if, if, uh, you know, no. So. All right. Yeah. And it would have been it would have been simple, short, whatever. Hey, you know, glad to meet you. You know, have a nice life, kind of a thing. And I, I I think that's why we do so well on the podcast together because I'm almost the a one eighty from you because there's only two there's two things. Number one, if I go to meet you, I'm more than likely going to hate you because like uh, I wasn't fucking good enough for you. Fuck you, and then. And then I would get more appreciation for your, as the YouTube audience looks on, air quotes, mom, who went out of her, you know, went on her own to bring you in as your own. And I'd be like, man, this fucking woman wasn't even my mother and she fucking treated me like, because, you know, obviously you're, you know. Yeah. And then where you fucking gave me up, you fucking piece of shit. Or... I would be, I would be just as big a piece of shit. It'd be like, well, how much money you got? <laughs> you know, it's like, cause, uh, cause I'm, I think I'm coming for a little bit of that fortune, bro. Cause I'm your uh, son, so you're worth twelve point seven billion. <laughs> I think I'm entitled to some of that. I believe, you know. So, but more, even more than the money, it'd be like I would be so. I think I would. I don't think I would get any peace 
out of and see Ruby doesn't either. Ruby's very angry that she's being brought to what what are we thinking here? I think I would be so bitter that it would be like Yeah. I guess Are you fucking kidding me? You know, Right. And, and I I don't even care what the story was like, hey, you know, um I was raped and my family was 12 degrees below poverty and I thought you would have a better life and which in that case would be like, yeah, you're right. I did have a pretty good life, you know, but yeah. it's like, you just give up on your offspring and just, I, yeah, I, so if I, if like tomorrow so, when I go, tomorrow when I go over my Monday ritual and my mom says, yeah, yeah, I'm not really your mom. <laughs> I'm going to be like, what? I, d- I don't think I'm going to spend... I'll be like, well, hey, you raised me, and Mom, I love you. You did a, one, you did a fantastic fucking job. And yeah, I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to leave it at that and roll with the changes because, right. you know... Gotcha. Uh, yeah, so... Yeah. Yeah. All right, well... I, I'm glad you appreciate my point of view and maybe right. the fact oh, yeah, that I would... I, I think a lot of people would want to... I just... You you wouldn't. Yeah, it'd be, yeah, it's almost like, why, though? Right. It's like, okay, so I want to find out why somebody thought so little of me they gave me to somebody else. Yeah. Fuck that person. And, gotcha. and that would actually even more reinforce my relationship with my air quote mom because it was like hey you i wasn't even your right fucking kid but you raised me and taught me and did everything and loved me and cared for me and punished me and did this and then that so yeah so i i would not want to know right my real parent all right all right because hey and i respect that and i respect what yeah because i i i get why some people would but my thing is Anybody can be anybody can reproduce. Not everybody can be a parent. There you, wow. Oh yeah. That this should be a fu- t-shirt. This, this fucking podcast. That should goes, be a t-shirt. This fucking podcast is fucking deep, Dave. <laughs> it, it's not all fucking shits and fucking giggles. There's some <laughs> profound statements on this fucking pod. Alright. That anyway, being said. Yeah, that being said, I think it's time we rate. Don't be weird. And it's give me 12 to 18 seconds to think of a rating because I think I'm unjustly hyping Oozle Finch because every fucking Oozle Finch we've had lately has been spectacular. So I've got to like, give, yeah, give me a, give me a Zen moment and give me a real ranking of this Oozle Finch. God, I wish I could go back through my notes and see where I rated Mueller, Mueller, Mueller and use guys. Cause I think this is number three. I think I like the other two better than right, this one. Right. But this one is good. So I think I can safely put this at the 397 range. 397. Wow. All right. I'm going to put it at. Now, see, I don't know because my rating system, like I try to. If this is a sour, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the other sours. Speaking of that, yeah. Before you rate that, that's exactly what. Thank you for James Thering, Corker. Yeah, I don't want to say he's confused by our ratings, but he was like, "Now, so how how do you guys go about your ratings?" And I told him, "I said, okay, 
let's stop there because we were just at work. Right. Let's stop there. I'll bring this up on the next pod. And what I told uh, James was, I kind of like to go beer to beer to beer on the pod, but I adopt your strategy of like, okay, how many uh, bourbon barrel stalls have we had? Right. Where does this rank with those? How many triple IPAs have we had? Blah, 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 blah. So... And I told because he because he's just like interested in the rain. Like, hey, should I go out and try this? Right. And like I told him, I said, well, anything over two means I'll drink it. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of a, a loose rating system. I get it because you know I'll, right. I'll drink you know piss out of a skunk's asshole if it gets me drunk. <laughs> oh, I mean, my God. but how so, do you get piss in a skunk's I, asshole? Hey. If, if it works, it works. Okay. So, but that's why I told James. I said it was. It's funny that you mentioned that because Dave and I have actually talked about that. And Dave likes to rank hit like not putting words in your mouth, but I will. You said you like. Oh, if we're drinking a bourbon barrel stout, you like to say, okay, I remember other bourbon barrel stouts. Yeah. That I've had and. Yeah, I think right. I like this better than that one. Not, not the. So right. you base it on that. In mine, until recently, and when I adopted Dave's strategy, mine was just like, "Hey, first tasting, oh, it's terrible. Second tasting, I like it better, and I rate it accordingly." So, right. though it's not scientific, that's the way we come up with our ratings. Right. So I told James we'd cover off on that with him. So I'm three nine seven on the don't be weird. So for me, you know, the sour, I'm not a sour guy. So this is less sour, but there's some good flavors in there. And so I would probably rate this at or a little bit above. And like you said, I would need to go back to those other Oozle Finches. But I think I put those at uh, low to mid three points. So I have to take this at a 3.5. Four zero. All right, that's where I'm going with that. And 188 check-ins, boy. So 188 and 153 is 241 and 17. Our three tastings tonight didn't even have 300 check-ins, but the 188 check-ins on the "Don't Be Weird" from Oozle Finch was at 3.88. So, in between the two of us. All right. And I, I'll i admit, Don't Be Weird is like a, you know, it's like a, a dirty IPA. You know, it's not filthy, even an IPA. Uh, yeah, a dirty sour. Yeah, yeah a little yeah. filthy. Yeah. You know, you it's interesting, feel- though, but I, I say, it like, the stuff clings to the side of the glass like a smoothie would. Like, if you're mm-hmm. making a smoothie. Yeah, and, and it's... It's dark. It's, I mean, it looks it literally looks like you're drinking mud. <laughs> it's kind of fun that way. Yeah. So, well, anything else, David? Uh, that's the only thing I had, except for the only thing in my notes we didn't cover, but I didn't know if it was that important. It's springtime, right? The trees are in bloom, yes, sir. at least in Michigan here. Um, grass is growing like crazy. And uh, our neighbor down the street that had his lawn redone two years ago, and we were making fun of it, 
because well, yeah, it was for a big, two years. It was a weed for two, farm for two straight years. It wasn't even weed farm. It was just desert. It was it was bad. We were oh. making fun of it. It's gorgeous now. Yep. He, after so two somebody knew years. what they were talking about or knew what they were doing. Yeah. Well, I think he paid somebody to do it. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think Garpeel. Right. Whoever it is, that, whoever yeah. it is. But for two years, he tried to do it himself and got the old big F as in fail. Right. Burned the fuck out of it. And it was literally yeah. like. The only reason I know that is I saw Garpeel trucks out yeah. in front of his house. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's looking good right now. So. But I don't even know if they were responsible for what it looks like now. Because after I know after they did it, they reseeded it. Uh, like for last summer, we were making fun of right. it because it was it was it was it was abysmal. It was it was right. terrible. Yeah, it, but it seems yeah. to whatever whatever he did or they did or what somebody did, um, it's amazing now. It looks beautiful. Yeah, very nice. But that was the only thing on my notes that we didn't cover that I didn't know if it was important, but we did anyway. So. Yeah. And my only, if you so the point is, folks, if you got a shit lawn, it can be fixed. Yeah, well, if you, you want it, it to if be, if you pay the if you pay the right amount of money, yes, sure. All right, David. Well, as I look down the bottom of my glass, I can see I'm out of beer, and as the late great Stuart Scott would say, "You ain't got to go home, but you got to get the heck up out of here." <laughs>